name is Jesse Kay. I'm a recording artist from Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to What's Your Birthday and What Does It Mean? Sisters Donna Bernard and Jerry Isaacs from DearWiseWomen.com explore life's dynamics from their unique point of view based on the day you were born. Sponsored by NashvilleGuitarGuru.com. It's always fun, it never disappoints, and it's always in the cards. Hey everyone, it's Jerry Isaacs with DearWiseWomen.com. We're here on 360 Network for Women, and I'm here with my sister Donna Bernard. Hey, Donna. Hey, Jerry. So I'm here in New Jersey, and Jerry, you're in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. And we are going to continue what we started last week with. We started with New Jersey, but we're going to talk about all the states in our country because we have an amazing country, a melting pot of so many different people. And I thought it'd be fun to see. What people came from where? I do. I think it's a great idea because we're going to start with Alabama. And when I think of Alabama, I think of the song growing up, Oh, Susanna. I won't sing it. All right. But it's true. With a banjo on my knee. Right. And you and know you, all the banjo jokes, so you don't have a banjo on your knee. And, and then you think of the people that you, you know, you don't really know about who really came from the States. And I think quite, it's important wasn't that we start it, learning that. It was really quite enlightening when you saw the people who were, were born in the state. Not everyone stayed in the state or necessarily represents the state, but they are from that state. And it, it's important that we talk about them. Yeah, I, I think I think it makes it more personal because... You know, when everyone goes to Congress or the Senate and represents our country, we should know about the other states. Absolutely. And and it's just it's just an idea of uniting in our minds the country and seeing what it is. Countries A to Z. <laughs> well, you know, just to say my for many years, I've talked about having a train ride around being able to go anywhere in the country. Because we've all had teenagers or young, you know, but tweens who go, I'm bored on the weekend. And they should be able to go take a train and see any any state, go to Mount Rushmore or anywhere they want to go. And they and they can like drop their phones in a basket when they get on the on the train because I'm not sure how bored they are now because everyone has a phone attached to their hand. Yeah, but I think it's important to to see our country. And, and this I, is what they do in Europe. They have the Eurail Pass and it's I, the way of life. I always agree with that idea of yours. So I guess we're going to just start really, really quickly, just, just to not really talk about Republican, Democrat. Just they have two senators, Katie Britt um, and... Tommy Tuberville. And Tommy Tuberville, he was he's a senior senator. He was a retired football coach. So what a what a surprise. He's a football coach. Now, Katie Britt is the first woman senator from in woman senator in Alabama, you know, in in our uh in the house. How no, in the state senate. Oh, our right. Senate, our the country senate. Right. Um Congress. However, and she's her husband's an NFL football player, which I thought was really funny since since uh, Tommy Tuberville is it was a football coach. Uh, can't say that they knew each cover, other. And we do cover football in the Super Bowl. So, yeah. And her husband has spent some time with the in with the uh, San Diego Chargers and the New England Patriots. But we're not oh. talking about the New England Patriots because we're not talking about Tom Brady today. Right. Or Massachusetts. Right. Not Massachusetts or Florida or Tom Brady. Right. So but we are going to continue the theme of the day you were born, such a personality traits. So we're going to be looking at the people we talk about based on the, their birthdays. Right. So so Katie Britt, who was just started her uh, term in, in the Senate, is is a ten of spades, five of spades. Five of clubs, and I can challenge you to say who's what, what day is that birthday, but I think you know that well. Ten of spades, five of spades, five of clubs. It's very oh, is that, oh, that's <laughs> February, February, <laughs> yes. whatever. Yes, John. Yes. And the, the ten of spades is that hard working card 
Yes. Uh, and then five of spades and five of clubs. So they're smart, hardworking, but man, everyone I know with that birthday is so is so opinionated and very sure of what they believe. Hard to argue with them. Um, I guess you might make a good senator for Alabama. Well, you know, if you agreed with the person I know, then you would get along great. Exactly. Well, if you agree with them. As long as you share their opinion. But but even if you agree with them, they never let you talk. At least the ones I know. So then second, like Tommy Tuberville, he's a six of clubs, six of spades, and a queen of hearts. So the most I could say is he had, you know, he loved football. Like he wants to serve in some capacity because he was a football coach and now he's in the Senate, you know, whatever his, his, um, his mission. He is not no, no. Yeah. But whatever his politics are, we're not getting into that here. Now, as far as Congress people in the house, they have seven seats in the house. And I don't think we need to go over all the people and, and what they are. Um, but they are all men except for one. So in light of of the one person and in light of right now, I think it's Black History Month, um, the woman, Terry Sewell, I think S-E-W-E-L-L, was just uh, um, elected. And she's a black woman with a very impressive background, really impressive. And she was born. uh, She's a king of spades and a club and ace of clubs. and man. Wait, wait, did you say a king of spades, an eight of clubs? Five, and an five of clubs and an ace of clubs. Wow. Oof. Born on the first day of the year. And very strong woman and credentials. So I think that even though she's one of, of many, all these men, it'll be interesting to see what happens Um I don't think she'll be have her voice um, put down. She will. She will speak her piece. What, what is her name? Terry Sewell. S e w e l l. I don't know how to pronounce it. Sewell. Well, you know what? We should all remember her and really look for her for what she does in the in the in the house because it's going to be very important. Yeah, so I look forward to um, knowing a little bit more about who she is. You know, because here in New York, everyone knows AOC, but we don't know from around the country. So that's thank you for sharing. See, we're learning something right now. Right. You know, and all the others, they all have, you know, decent cards and all that. A lot of smart people. But let's go over. Let's let's talk about the people that we picked out as the famous people from 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 Alabama. And it they range from you know early twentieth century. We even have someone in the before that. You have the first person, I think, the the one from the eighteen eighty. Oh, uh, yeah. I but I have some really interesting people because you know we all learned about Helen Keller when we were younger. We all read you know um, the Miracle Worker, but. We didn't know that she, I, I didn't know this, but maybe you just forget it as you age. You know, she was born healthy. Yeah, but she lost. And, uh, and she lost young. her sight very young, um, whether it was from rubella or, or yeah. scarlet fever. She was 19 nice. months yeah. when she lost her eyesight and, and her hearing. And it was oh, also. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. And it was also interesting because. You know, being in the South, they were from a wealthy family, and her father was a captain in the Confederate Army, and they lost all their wealth, you know, from the, in the Civil War. Wow. And actually, I think the mother, someone was a descendant from uh, Robert E. Lee as well. But, um, you know, Helen, when she started becoming uh, wild and unruly, that's when the teacher, Ann Sullivan, was brought in. Mm. And, you know, you, you just, you know, you read these books as young kid, you know, the young kid, but now reading it this way, and she's a three of clubs and a double five of hearts. And, you know, when um, Ann Sullivan took her to 
a cabin to just to not be distracted and started teaching her how to sign, it was like she just was able to learn so quickly with that thirst for knowledge, and which I see in that three of clubs. So I thought it was really interesting that that's where Helen Keller was from. I love it. And and you notice that you see any of uh, she's got mommy's birthday, our mother's birthday. So I, oh, I, <laughs> I never noticed that one either. But um, yeah, a double five of hearts. It's a lot of people. And if you look down the page, there's a lot of fives and tens, just like we always say when we talk about people who are who are uh, celebrities and famous. So who would yeah. you get next? Well, I'm going to pivot to this. This is just the way I wrote it. Condoleezza Rice. Now, we know she was Secretary of State for Bush. She was born in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Racially segregated school. You know, really had a tough, would have had a tough time. However, she is brilliant. And I'm not surprised that she's brilliant because she's a six of clubs who people like look for a mission. She's a ten of clubs, a queen of clubs, and an eight of hearts. And I know we talked about her about March, you know, Women's Month a year ago, but she wanted to be a concert pianist. I think she was reading and playing the piano by three years old or something ridiculous. I mean, my kids are that brilliant. No, of course. <laughs> of course but, they are. But you know, we can all read about her life because we know she she was very um, involved. In, and she was always a Democrat until um, Jimmy Carter. She didn't agree with the um, Iran, con- but the Iran, whatever. It was a long time ago. Yeah, I would vote for her for president, even if she, I mean, I don't, but she, I don't know if she wants to win. She loves football. <laughs> Interesting. It was like, uh, I, and then she loves playing golf. I saw her on some sixty minutes or something about playing golf, and she plays the piano just just because, because she's relaxed because she can. And I think she played with the Yo-Yo Ma or something like that. I mean, it's crazy. The woman is brilliant. And yes, she she was born in a racially segregated area of Alabama. Then we have, in that order, Rosa Parks. I found it interesting because we know that the story of Rosa Parks refusing to um, move to the back of the bus. And actually, there were other people as well who had done that before, but they, the NC, the NAACP thought she was like a good, like it was just the right moment. And she's an eight of spades, a three of spades, and an ace of hearts. And like, that's, that to me, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, she was fated to do that, right? Yeah. I and mean, the ability to do that. The eight of spades made her like that hardworking person. So she was not giving up. No, no, no. And the three spades made her probably very creative too. And that ace of hearts is, a, is you know, someone, if they're not looking for love, they're looking for knowledge, they're looking to do something new. And, you know, that's really who she was, I think. Yeah, she went on to have a, a, yeah she was very involved in the, um, in the civil rights movement. It, it's funny, like um, looking at Tennessee, there's a lot of things named after her. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, Rosa Parks Boulevard. I mean, like Allison lives right off of Rosa Parks Boulevard. You know, yeah. so much about her here. Well done. And, and and then we're gonna I'm really gonna skip around because because I because I'm saying it. Because there it is a blend of black and white. Courtney Cox from Friends. Everyone knows Monica from Friends. So she's a two of diamonds, jack of spades, and a ten of diamonds. And she was born in Birmingham, Alabama. Yep. 
I mean, it's just I, I wish she had that two of spades, <laughs> but the two of diamonds does indicate someone who like needs to be with other people. Well, she needs a friend, and uh, you know it's funny because I I didn't look up Jennifer Aniston's card, but she's maintained her friendship with with uh. I mean, Jennifer some really bad cards. Yeah, but but the two of diamonds, she's <laughs> there for her. Yeah. And that ten of diamonds gives her, like, that ability to shine. And that jack of spades, if used in the right way, I mean, it's the actress card. Right. I mean, yeah. It's, I'm sure she used it to the top of, of that card. Oh, Jerry, when you... When you say you never know what you see in the cards when we look down. Mm -hmm. So I was just looking at Kate Jackson. If you remember her from Charlie's Angels, mm -hmm. she was born in Birmingham, Alabama. A six of hearts, a jack of spades, and a ten of diamonds. How is that possible? I I know. And it's actually, she has the, the jack of spades and the ten of diamonds twice. because. She's in. She's a, a Scorpio. So those two cards are her second card, really, and then she has the same two cards. So she's like double that. But um, yeah, she, with the Peacemaker's card. <laughs> yeah, Charlie's Angels. I mean, that was that was a, a show that we all loved. I, I know you think you think you think back to it now if it would play as well. You know, three women standing around a phone while, I don't know. You know, it was for the times. I know. A lot of things were really like that. Um, That's true. So That's true. should we just, do you want to skip around? Let me do a few. Yeah, I think. Then. Why don't you? Because, you know. Go ahead. Just for something different. Um but I have to be honest with you, I didn't write down where everyone was born in Alabama other than they were in Alabama. So and I'm not going to go back and correct it. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Jerry, you that king of clubs. When we come back from a break, if she if she has everybody's <laughs> everybody's down, you'll know why. <laughs> well, Hank Aaron it was my first person. Um, baseball right fielder. He was known as the hammer. Um so his cards, seven spades, two of spades, two of clubs. You know, the seven of spades card is a really hard card. Someone has to really sort of have a hard life and work hard to get and access that card. But, you know, he was, if you remember, he broke Babe's Ruth home run record. Oh, he was the first one to do that. Um, and he lived, well, you know, he growing up in Alabama extensive racist threats. I mean, it was, it was horrible. So he did become a civil rights act advocate, um, but he started in the Negro leagues and when they would travel, they wouldn't be able to go into white restaurants or white, right. white hotels. And he remembered the, the sound of broken dishes because when they would eat in the restaurant, instead of washing the dishes, because the, the black people had been eaten on them. They they broke them and threw them out. I mean, it's just a terrible, horrible way of of growing up. Um, and he had so much, so many death threats and heat mail. Nineteen seventy three, seventy four, when he was, you know, going for to to uh, break Babe Ruth's record. I mean, it was just. In fact, in nineteen seventy three, he got he got a plaque. From the the United States Postal Office for getting the most mail. Whoever thought that they do do that? You got the most that, mail. That's incredible. <laughs> you got the most almost a million pieces of mail that year. Um, and there were people who were, spoke out against the racism. Of course, he had a lot. And Charles Schultz did something with the peanuts comment uh, with the comics yep. about it. I mean, but the funny, the the best part of it was when he actually broke the record. He received a standing ovation, you know, in in the deep south after breaking the record of Babe Ruth, like the biggest baseball idol. That's incredible. It was incredible. So I think that he he 
did his he did his thing for uh, with his faith card there. Had to work hard. And, and uh, you know what? I, I just want to do one last person before we break because I think it's a good segue to, um, you know, all of us we read To Kill a Mockingbird. I think everyone reads it in school in, in seventh grade. And Harper Lee was the the novelist to kill a mockingbird. Actually, it was another name until it was to kill a mockingbird. But she grew up in, I don't know, Monroeville, Alabama. And, you know, it was, she wrote the novel or she wrote it and it was based on the irrational, irrational adults' um, attitude towards race and class in the Deep South. That's what inspired her because she witnessed as a young white girl, these, these, the, the horrors and the. So is that allowed in, in schools now? Or are they taking that off the, uh, is that off no, in, in uh, I Florida? It, I don't think it will ever go away, but she's a six of clubs, that mission and a double queen of hearts. Yep. Which is go. that that love, and she had to do that, right? She couldn't just sit and watch without finding a way to make a difference or to have her voice heard. So I think that's like a good segue to to break okay. and come back and and uh, continue this interesting conversation. Okay, our trip around the world, starting with Alabama. We'll be right back. She sits alone in a pink chair by the window of a cafe She sips hot tea off a tray Every weekday like she's on display But no one knows her name People ask but she won't say And when something deep inside her Donna, what did you have for breakfast? I had my Lysolin shake. Mm. I've been drinking that for almost two and a half years now. Good and I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Tell us how you had you have it today. Well, today I chose chocolate um, because it comes in vanilla or chocolate, the powder. And I like to put it in my coffee. And then I put it like in the blender cup mm -hmm. and I add water and then I add ice cubes and I blend it. So it's like a, it's like a shake or like a milkshake. Yep. So a chocolate coffee milkshake. And it, it just, it's, it's so enjoyable to drink because I've been drinking shakes for a long time and it, you just have to add so much to it. That's all I put in it. And I've maintained my weight and my health. It's, I didn't have a bagel today. How's that? I had a bagel. <laughs> and, you know, I was on the I was on the run this morning because you know I'm a substitute teacher. That's what I do now in retirement. So you really need to run. And I come in with my shake and and so, I have a good you know I enjoy it. So we want to thank our sponsor, Lyslin, for supporting us. And we we both love our Lysolin. So and, you know, visit our website, dearwisewomen.com. We have a link to Lysolin if you want to find out more. And then we will have the coupon code there for 50% off, I think is what they're offering this month. So um yeah, learn more about Lysolin. Definitely visit us on dearwisewomen.com. And Jerry, where is 
where are we now? What's the newest venture for DIYs women? News break? Oh, my God. Who, who knew that would happen to us? Well, it's exciting because I've been looking at, I've, I've been reading Newsbreak for, for a long time now, and I never really thought like how I even started reading it because it was on my iPhone as an app. And I, I liked it because I didn't have, like there was no paywall. You just got to read different news sources. Oh, I hate that. You know, sometimes they'll go, oh, this, and I'll go, I'll click on it, and it'll go, well, this is, you know, people news. You can why read this one, or you've made your you've read enough this month, you know, if you want more, you have to pay you for have to it. Buy, 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 right. Oh. And, and you know, this is also it's not clickbait. You go in, you're reading, you know, whether you, it's really funny because we write so many different types of articles, whether it was golf or Tiger Woods or um, the royal family, or football. So our stories are now picked up. Where you'll see the NFL.com, you'll see Golf Digest, and then you'll see Dear Wise Women in the mix. <laughs> and we're content co- contributors. And, you know, please register and follow us because, A, it's free, and, B, it's a great news source because it's just an aggregator of, of news, all different types of News, you can read people, entertainment, light. It's just Golf Digest, whatever you're in, whatever they have in there, it's always interesting. And also a lot and of the, local news. I mean, well, that's their concept. Local right. Local the, con- the concept is um, we'll talk more about it. The founder is out of California. And um, it, it's like we've all had local news kind of disappear because of the pricing models for news. Yet we really do know, need to know about news, you know, local news. Yes. How do you keep current? There you go. So, yeah, we're really, really excited that we are now content creators. Dear Wise Women on Newsbreak. Yep. And like yep. I said, we're even very close to the monetization, if I said it right. Yes, you did. You know, because you had to, uh, Jerry, when we posted our first article, we were excited. We had 5,000 impressions. Now we're almost at 250,000 impressions. We were like blowing the numbers out in in just a week. Right, in a week. Wow. Crazy. Well, let's get yes. back to Alabama. Alabama with a banjo on my knee. Okay. I don't think I'm going to say that anymore. Oh, no more. But Hank Aaron was born in Mobile, Alabama. (laughs) See, I knew you were going to find out when he was born. (sighs) I did my homework really fast. (laughs) Um, So I'm not sure. I'd like to talk about a few of these these guys because, yeah, I have a lot of the... um, athletes but some of them are very it's it goes with that harper lee theme hank aaron he was a big civil rights activist and um you know then i have like joe lewis because i I mean joe lewis he was one of the greatest boxers of all time yes we know from our family but our our bonus dad loved boxing six of diamonds ten of hearts ace of hearts um you know, that financial responsibility, I mean, it's it's interesting because he he was known as the brown bo- the brown bomber. Um, but he was actually the first black national hero. Like he was a big deal. And yet, like his family had to move out of Detroit out of um Alabama. He he was born in in Chambers County, Alabama. And they moved to Detroit because the Ku Klux Klux Klan. Klan. Is that horrible that they're still like the Ku Klux Klan? We can't even say it because it shouldn't exist. But there was there was something they called the Great Migration in the South of people of the a lot of the black people moving northward because of all the, you know, the 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 KKK, the the, the racism. So, you know, they moved. Then he, you know, after he was um, his boxing, he only had three losses in sixty nine pro fights. It's really pretty impressive. Really? 
That's astonishing. 52 knockouts. But then he became a big golfer. You know, it just, he was, he, I think that he, he was always looking how to, to maximize. And that's probably the six of diamonds in him. He kept going. Um, it's also, it was funny. I was noticing like Hank Aaron, he was one of seven kids in his family. Um, Joe Lewis was, was one of eight kids in his family. I don't know why. I was just, things like some things just sort of pop off, you know, pop out at me. And well, I don't maybe they really why. had a, they had a fight for their dinner. So it kind of, you had to be competitive to get to the dinner and get fed. <laughs> Otherwise you weren't going to eat. So you had to learn early to fend for yourself. Right. So another one who was, who was way back then was, um, even, yeah, even before him, probably um, Jesse Owens. So he was yeah. track and field. Now he's a queen of clubs, tennis spades, five of clubs. And, you know, if you take a second and look at the first thing we did, the first page where all of them, I was highlighting everyone who had tens and fives and, and royal cards. And they, there was just a, so many of them really have these type of cards. Um, now, ESPN ranked him like the sixth greatest North American athlete of the 20th century. But you know what's funny? When you said he was a queen of clubs and he's track and field, we always say when you're a queen of clubs, be careful how you drive because they're notorious for being, even, no matter what they're like walking with, but they're impatient drivers. So maybe it's really, maybe something happened. And he said, oh, I better be track and field. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. He was just the just, truth. He was he was just really fast and he was a great uh, he was great at the uh, long jumps and the high jumps all that stuff um, and he was the youngest of ten in his family. Now he came he was the grandson of a slave and his family also moved out of the south. They moved to Cleveland um, because of the Great Migration, which was in like 1910 to 1940, like 1. 1.6 million African-Americans moved from the South to the North because of, of the, of what was going on in the South. Okay. Um, no, but that wasn't easy to do either. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like they could just say, all right, we're going to go pack up and just take a train North. Right. But, in, but even so, like, you know, when he was he still like, there was a lot of racism and when he traveled with his teams, um, he had to always go to the black only, you know, hotels and restaurants. And he, it was a little strange. You know, he went to the Berlin games for the Olympics and they really didn't want him to go, but he, he, it, you know, it was during Hitler's time. And he <sighs> actually, he, he won. And they, they, there was a thing that said, well, Hitler, Hitler snubbed him. And he actually came out and said, no, he didn't snub me. He like, he waved to him at one point after he had won a medal. And at one point he did shake hands with Hitler. And the irony of it is that he says that, no, Hitler didn't snub him. Our president snubbed him. FDR snubbed him. I mean, never. What a smart man. What, how insightful. <laughs> I mean, and when he was in Germany, he could go with his team. He didn't have to go to a black only thing. Meanwhile, you know, they're getting, they were like killing all the Jews. And I mean, it's so hard to understand Hitler, but, you know, during the games, like he kept saying, well, the Olympics are, you know, we put war aside, you know, when there's, when there are the Olympics. Well, there is, there is no excuse for Hitler. So there is no excuse for Hitler. And, you know, and FDR was far greater than Hitler was. And who knows, you know, I just think that the whole, the segregation and the the way blacks were treated back then, you know, took a toll on everyone, really. Yeah, and it still is. And you it know, still that, is. And it's interesting because we've talked about Steve Jobs before because, you know, one of my things with technology is that he put the iPhone in the camera with a video in everyone's hand. And that 
has proved to be how we really change the world on what we get to see. Oh, that's without a doubt, because without that, we wouldn't know about some of the really ugly things that we've seen recently. No, you can't unsee something. You, know, you can't explain something that's that ugly. I mean, just in just in terms of um, of current events right at this moment, you know, there was a really tremendous earthquake in yes. Turkey and Syria, and I I found it really interesting that all these different countries were were um, offering to come help. Because it looked devastating. Oh, the buildings were coming down, just like they if they they weren't as tall as the twin towers, but they crumbled the same way. And it made me think of this feel like the twin towers. And even Russia, you know. And I'm laughing to myself, going, "So Russia is coming to help them, and we're going to help. Everyone's going to help them while they're killing the Ukraine." I I wish that something like this could make everyone unite and realize we're all living on this planet, please let's treat each other kindly and not kill each other when we're looking to save each other. There is irony in that. You know, the world comes together and then... And then they go back to their (laughs) places and kill each other. I don't get it. But um, you. so who do you got up next? Oh, so, um, you know, next I have... Robin Roberts. Okay. Now, she's Good Morning America anchor. I didn't know she was in the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. She was from Tuskegee, and she's openly LGBT. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. And she's a ten of hearts and a double ace of diamonds. See? Ten of hearts. I mean, like, there are so many tens on this page. Performers, people who like to be out there, ten of hearts. Ace of diamonds, love or money. You know, what? Does she have a partner? You know, I I didn't really look because it's just whether she does or not, she's had a great career. The reason I asked you that was because the ace of diamonds is... You know, people who put aside their love life for their career or vice versa. And I was just curious. That's all. Yeah. The other the last person I did, I was really interested. And I, I, I really don't know Ch- Channing Tatum. And but, you know, he's an eight of clubs and a double four of spades. And, you know, growing up, he dealt with ADD and dyslexia. Mm. And. You know, that was a big challenge for him. He's a very successful actor. And, you know, right now, the, we all know kids or people, you know, struggling. Everybody has ADD. And some people might have it or ADD, ADHD. But, um, you know, he's older. So that would have been a long time ago. And dyslexia is different than ADD. I mean, you know, that's dyslexia. Dyslexia, I, I mean, in the early days, went undiagnosed, and people thought they were, you know, people were stupid because they couldn't read. I just and read actually, someone recently disclosed that someone famous, and I'm thinking, how could you not know that you can't that you're seeing things differently all the way up until you're an adult? It's mind blowing. But you know, my my friend Rob is a, is dyslexic, and he's got all the clubs. And he said he learned early on how to compensate because he could recognize some letters. Does but he he's backwards? Is that what it is? You know, we were, he was trying to explain to me how he sees things. But, you know, I guess he he reads by sight. Well, not really sight now, by, but he can see, like, if an H is one way or another way, it's still an H. True. Right. So there's some words that he, some letters that he just knows and then can can yeah. understand. And when he sends me a text, they're kind of scrambled. But you know what? I know how to read his text because they're like, they're scrambled, but they kind of make sense. Okay, well. But he's brilliant. He and, is brilliant, right. He's, he's and, a brilliant guy. <laughs> but it's, you know, that was my list of, of uh of people but i also thought it was interesting because i have people 
Okay, go ahead. Because okay. I, I was just going to say one more thing. Okay, go ahead. That the, the nickname of, of um, Alabama was like the heart of Dixie and the cotton state. You know, you think back to, you know, the, the um, Gone with the Wind era and the whole Southern. It, it's just, it wasn't right. Oh. And I also thought it was interesting that, you know, we all learn where different states are, but it borders Tennessee to the north. Georgia to the east, Florida and the Gulf of Mexico to the south. So, you know, it's a pretty big state or whatever, wide state. You know, it has borders. And it's actually the 24th most populous state, but I don't think that matters. (laughs) You're halfway there. Um, But New Jersey, where I am, is probably the densest state. So anyway, that's what I wanted to add about Alabama, and I think it's also known for beautiful beaches, which who knew? Well, uh, well I that's where a lot of people in the South go. Um, this is one one place called Flor Florabama. <laughs> it's like we're right where Florida and Alabama. Oh, oh Florabama. Okay, we actually go to that exact spot, which we did. I had a customer, and I went to see her, like. I actually brought her something she ordered and, and she was like, what are you doing here? It was really pretty funny a long time ago, but yeah, you can, and the beaches are beautiful. Pensacola's down there and it, it's that whole Gulf of Mexico. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. You, you don't realize that because even when there was that, the oil spill, the Valdez or whatever it was years ago, you know, ruined those beaches. Right. And those beaches were ruined during a hurricane too, but they're yep. they're, they're beautiful now. Yep. Um, okay, so let's continue. I have some a few interesting people. So I got another boxer, um, Evander Holyfield. Oh, okay. So like he's an ace of clubs, five of clubs, and five of spades because he's a um, Scorpio and a three of hearts. So remember, there's some more fives and a three. I mean. It's becoming a thing. And that ace of clubs looking for knowledge, five of clubs not really being sure of what you, you know, where to go and what to do, what to do, what to do. Um, but they called him like the real deal. And he went to the 1984 Summer Olympics and he was like the only person who won. Wait, wait, did you say 1984 Summer yeah. Olympics in yeah. California? That's why I was there. You were there. Did you see him? I, you know, I, I did go to a lot of track and field. I didn't go to to, to others. I did track. And, I didn't go to boxing, track and field, and um, water polo. You know, it wasn't that easy to get popular tickets. I'm sure. So we did anything where we could be where there was a lot of people and it was free. So there we were. <laughs> when it came to his regular career, he was like the only person who won the world heavyweight champion like four different times. So he's got some, some creds there, but the the thing that got me was, if you remember the 19 in 1996, he defeated Mike Tyson. So that was, it was called the fight oh, yes. of the year and the upset of the year. And in 1997, they had a rematch and Tyson was disqualified in round three because he bit his ear. Yes. Oh my God. Because he and bit he, his ear. He bit like he first he bit his ear and they and the, they wanted to stop it and the and they I was like, What did he do to me? Right. Holyfield <laughs> was like, No, it's okay. I'm all I'm all right. He just bit my but then the, they continued it and he bit it a piece off and spit it on the on the thing on the on the that is so gross on the mat. And that's when it was discontinued. <laughs> um it was really gross. It really is. And he has, I mean, he has 11 children. Oh, my goodness. From six different women. Of course. And there's a lot of controversy with him over maybe use of the human growth ho- hormone. So um, he had a lot of controversies with him. Then he sort of got, became born again and went around with a, uh, someone who he claimed Heals his heart, so you know, whatever. He's still around, still people going. Evolve. People evolve. We always say people evolve. 
in some way or most people, <laughs> most people mouth. in some way or another, right? We hope, yes, um, right. And and did I did I say that he was he was from Atmore? Well, now you can definitely know every every town they're from in Alabama. Oh, and Jesse Owens was from Oakville. Oakville, if I didn't say it, because I think I'm forgetting to say it. You um, know, I really, really know Mobile, Selma, like some of the Montgomery, Tuskegee. Selma, Mia Hamm was from Selma, Alabama. Now she's more recent. She like she was born when I the year that I graduated high school. Um, six of diamonds, queen of diamonds, and then a five of hearts and ten of diamonds. There you go, fives and tens. But she, <laughs> and she was soccer. Tennis. She was soccer, right? She was a soccer icon, right? I mean, Is she the one that took off her shirt, or I, like was waved it when she won not, or something? I don't know. I didn't. It could have been Brandy Chastain, so one of them. Okay, she. I mean, she won two Olympic gold medals. Um, she was the first woman inducted into the World Football Hall of Fame. So, you know, in, in, everywhere but here, you know, we call it soccer. They call it football. Right. Interesting. She was born with a club foot. Can really? you imagine? So she, when she was a toddler, she had to wear braces on her, on her leg. I mean, to become like the soccer icon. I, it, that blew me away, but she was also a army brat. They, her, her parents, the U.S. Air Force, so they moved around a lot, which you know makes sense with the five. But well, and she maybe it really had made her tough. Yeah, in 1999, um, they won the world. She won the World Cup and became a soccer icon. And that year, she started a foundation, which because of her brother who died from a um, blood disease. So, and it's all about empowering women um, through sports. And, and, and she's charitable. Very, lots, lots of endorsements. Lots, well, that's her charity. She's big on that. So she's, you know, but it, it, I think she focuses sort of on, 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 you know, like you would be healing through motion, through sports. Oh, well, there you go. That's I mean, what I yeah. say a lot. It you is don't a, heal sitting still. It's hard to heal sitting still unless you have a, a injury that you can't stand on. Uh, uh, like I did. Um, well, that's true. So, you know, this, I got two more, both um, musical. So Okay, I think it's time for some music. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll do really quickly Percy Sledge because I don't know if people really remember him. He was a gospel singer. and. He had 12 children, just, just saying, but he was famous for singing When a Man Loves a Woman. And that was, a, you so know, that's like, it's been recorded by tons of people, but you want to hear the w weird thing is like, I looked cause I was like, yeah, as a songwriter. So who wrote the song? And it had two different names on it. And then I read the story and I don't know, there might be another part to it, but he claimed that he had that idea. And when he went into the studio, he asked these two guys who got to help him write the song and come up with other more lyrics. And they they hashed it out. And in Nashville terms, that would be a co-write. But he gave them the rights to the song. Ugh. So I don't really and it's I mean, it's worldwide. I, I don't even know if, if they were generous enough to give him some rights back. <laughs> For, you know, to make money on the song, on the songwriting aspect, because they are the named songwriters. I just found that really odd, to be honest with you. But, you know, I guess he was just a little, I don't know. It was a long time ago when he was very naive. He was naive. Um, and he was born in Mount, Mount Olive. Oh, no, in uh, Layton, Alabama. And then I'm going to get the last one, because the last one is the king of country music, Hank Williams. Oof. I mean, who, who his name was, his name is Hiram, H-I-R-E-M, but they misspelled it on his birth certificate. It was H-I-R-I-E-M, like Hiram as opposed to like Miriam, but so they called him Hank. He called himself Hank. And, you know, 
back. He was born a long time ago. He was born in 23, 1923. But he learned guitar from a black blues musician named Rufus Payne, who taught him in exchange for for meals and money because the black guy needed the meals and money, but he had the, you know, was able to teach the guitar. And Hank Williams really never learned like to really read the music or write it. He just sort of was able to play it. So it was like barter, like I'll teach you how to right. play. It was. And and he was born with like spina bifida. Really? Yeah. And, you know, he had a lot of, I mean, he had so many hits, so many tremendous songs that he did. Yet he had alcohol and pills because of his back pain. And he, he I think he went years without the back pain and then, and then maybe was in an accident and really had trouble with it again. And then that's when it really started again. But that seven of clubs, five of diamonds, queen of spades, you know, was interesting because there's the five again, five again, that's right. the clubs, brilliant writer. I mean, the yeah. guy was, you know, and a queen of spades, he, the amount of songs that, that this guy wrote in, and I'll tell you, in somewhat of a short time, because he only lived to be 29. So it it's it it was he only lived to 29? Yeah. And he has so many, you know, he he wrote like, hey, good looking, you know. Oh my God. And the ones you what do you have cooking? <laughs> exactly. Um, you're cheating hard. I'm so lonely, lonesome I could cry. I mean, there's just this, this list of songs. I mean, my favorite's Hey Good Looking. So, like, that's immediately what I remembered. But he was in the, in, at 29, he had a heart attack in a car on the way to a gig. Okay. So he, he died New Year's Day, 1953. So they stopped for food. Someone else was driving. And the guy got back in the car and drove for hours and hours, got out of the car and realized that he was dead in the back. Because if you already rigor mortis had set in, can you imagine? How horrifying. And since then, he was inducted in 1961 to the Country Music Hall of Fame, 1987 to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He got a Pulitzer Prize, um, like a, a posthumous, like an award, uh, like a citation for transforming country music um, into a major musical Forced in American life. So, and he always, he did a lot of radio shows. I mean, he was so busy as that Queen of Spades, and yet he died so young. And it really was the back pain. It's like, I wish they could come up with something to combat pain other than alcohol and pills because, you know, that doesn't help your heart any. And I think he had, I think that's what happened. He died from a heart attack. But, you know, that was that's just a group of people born in Alabama who everyone's heard of. But there's so many people there that no one's heard of. And there are good people all throughout the country. Forget the politics. They're they're a melting pot of wonderful, amazing people. I think when we know people, it becomes personal. You know, I someone I was talking to about how. You know, different different states have different, um, you know, vote voting. You know, the number of votes. And I said, how does anything get done? And they, well, you know, you think everyone in New York, New Jersey, connect like people vote together, but they really have to horse trade with the rest of the country to get more votes for their side. So it, it's really a very intricate process. So I think if we know more about the different states, it becomes more personal and we understand and, and are more tolerant of each other. Yes, because our mission is to is to unite the country. <laughs> You're right saying stop the shit, stop the crap and be nice to each other. Right. Well, when it's personal, you are. And, you know, like we said, in, in Turkey, you know, in, and Syria, right? everybody's battling, but now everybody's helping everybody. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's called humanity. I mean, we saw that with, um, you know, with the football game with the, with the uh, bills and the, 
in the Bengals when Damar Hamlin, you know, had a heart attack. It's like the world stopped yep. for this black man who had a heart attack on the field. Yet, you know, it's it's not always so nice. But we're on a mission, and it, and it blends with my goal of people seeing the country. So I think we're in alignment. Was there was there any major site in Alabama? You know, there wasn't. The the other one that I didn't look up, I just know the story of the Tuskegee um, Airmen in World War II. They were the all-black oh. army that, and I really didn't look them up. I just know the story, and I was like, oh, you know, they they were heroes in World War II that only just really um, got the recognition, you know, in the, I don't know. Yeah, I not then, not back then. Right. But, you know, it's kind of funny from going to Alabama because we're doing this in alphabetical order. We're going to Alaska next. (laughs) We go from the deep south to Alaska where I could see Russia from my window. (laughs) Hysterical. Well, you know, that's what happens when you start at A. (laughs) You never know. after. Um, Alaska. We're going to go to Arizona. We're going to go to Arizona. Arizona, Arkansas. And then the Arkansas. Those are the A's. Those are the A's. So we got a lot to look forward to. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think it's a fun take on our mission of the world and seeing the people. And, you know, I have to say, when you look at that, that, the people that we just spoke about, the tens and the fives, and some of the, and the threes are just popping off that that paper. These are all people who are like celebrities in the news, people who, you know, they, they you know, stand up and they say, look at me, I can do that. And yeah. a lot of people, you know, maybe give up before they try. So I, I you know, I'm hoping it, this inspires some people too. Well, and, and I think that inspires them to find out what their birthday is, so maybe they can figure out what they should do. Well, and and I think that's something that a service that we really provide to so many people, because you you have these kids, or you have or yourself. But what's my inner superpower? Who am I? I'm struggling, and no one's born with a handbook. And you know, there's different personality traits that we just pick up on, and it kind of reinforces or gives gives some people hope to go in certain directions because you know everyone's not meant to be doctor dentist lawyer accountant and then the rest is just a mush pot and you know just it sort of gives me gives me hope when it comes to civil rights because it used to be a lot worse so yes. we'll get a lot a lot better but I think at this point, we're done with Alabama and we're going to uh, sign off, right? Yes, Donna Bernard, thank you for joining us. Jerry Isaacs, peace out.
on change. 